Good morning, Les Thien. Are you excited to be here today? I am. It's so nice to see everyone. It's a beautiful day. For those watching online, we welcome you. Thank you for joining. We are blessed. We are the blessed. We are the sons and daughters of God. We just worship him this morning. We just come expecting great things. Thank you, Lord. Let's confess our vision. Ready? We are a strong, growing community of faith-filled believers who live aligned to the Word of God, and we make an eternal impact in the lives of others. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We just worship you this morning, Father. We thank you for your presence. Always, Lord. We thank you for being here. You said we're two or more gather in your name. You are there. So we know you are here. And we come with open hearts today, Lord, to just worship you and love on you this morning. And we just thank you for everything you're going to do. We expect signs, miracles, and wonders in these last days, Father. And we just come with open hearts this morning. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. We worship
There's a number of individuals who are out today, as you can see. Some have traveled, some are not well. Uh, and so we're going to pray. Some are what we haven't heard in a while, quarantining. <laughs> and so we're going to lift our, our voices and we're going to come into agreement with them uh, for whatever it is that they're facing today. And we believe. Amen. Do you believe? Are you a believer? It says, signs and wonders follow those who believe. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you believe? We serve a miracle work in God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on. Join your faith with mine. Father, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus for every family who's not present in this service today. We'll start there first. Those maybe who have to join us online this morning for whatever reason, maybe it's sickness in their body, sickness in their home, we just send the word of healing out to you right now. In Jesus' name, rise and be healed. In Jesus' name, rise and be healed. In Jesus' name, the power of God is at work on the inside of you, and we call you healed right now from the top of your heads to the soles of your feet. Healing comes to you right now if you'll receive it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And for those in the house this morning, 
Maybe they're not feeling well 100%, but we say in Jesus' name that they are healed and whole. Whatever ails them this morning, whatever is keeping them from being 100%, we call your body to line up with the Word of God right now in Jesus' name. You align with the Word right now in Jesus' name. Every organ and every tissue in your body functions right now in the perfection to which God created it to function. We come against malfunction right now in Jesus' name. You function in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Eyes this morning. Your eyes this morning. Whatever is, 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 is not right with your eyes, we call it to be right. Right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And it seems like your eyes are getting worse when you haven't had this problem in a while. But for some reason now, it's just starting again. It's starting again. And we take authority over that right now in the name of Jesus. And we call your eyes 120 vision. In Jesus' name. Better than it ever has been before. In Jesus' name. If you'll receive it, it's yours. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, this is a strange one. Someone has burnt their tongue, like, really bad. Like, really bad. Like, second or third degree burns. You may not be in the service today. You may be even watching. And it is, it, it is really a lot of discomfort. And you're powering through, doing it in your own strength, doing what you know to do. But right now, supernaturally, that is being healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, just receive it. Receive it. That coating on your tongue, it, it, you just even feel something even different right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can eat now. You can eat now. <laughs> Hallelujah. I know how that feels. I know how that feels. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. What else, Master? What else, our great physician? Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Glory to 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 God. It's in His presence that you'll receive everything you need. Stay in His presence. Don't go in and out of it. But come in and stay. Hallelujah. Come in. Set up camp in his presence. Hallelujah. That's his desire for you. That's his desire for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Bless the name of Jesus. Well, thank you this morning. Jessica, it's awesome to have you up there this morning. She's the newest member of the team. And she just does a beautiful job. Thank you so much. Thank you, team. I appreciate that this morning. Thank you all for following the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Why don't you just take a second or two and greet one another? I know the room is not as full as it typically is, but that's okay. That's all right. Glory to God. Glory to God.
Good morning, Father South Family Church. It is Nasha Barton here with this week's upcoming events and announcements, so listen up. I would like to first take this opportunity to welcome all of our guests and first-time visitors. You are so welcome here. Thank you so much for joining us for this special worship experience. You've come on an amazing day. We would love to connect with you further. If you would be so kind as to fill out one of our connection cards and turn it in during our offering time, we have a gift for you, and we don't want you to leave without that gift. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you enjoy the service and you come back and worship with us very soon. Also, today is International Rhema Day. This is the day that we have been highly anticipating. This is the day that you get the opportunity to make an impact. Pastor Maria is going to talk to us today about making an impact and then get ready to agree in prayer with her and to make an impact financially for, inter for International Rhema Day. It's going to be an awesome time. Guess what? Pastor Maria needs your help. Yes, that's right. She needs your help for next Sunday's service, Mother's Day. If you could please submit a story or some type of interaction that connects you, reminds you of your mother, it will be highly appreciated. And Pastor Maria would love to use it for her sermon next week. So please go on our Facebook page, click on the link. You can submit your memory. It can be funny. It can be serious. You can submit it there and she will love to use it throughout her service next week. You get an opportunity to be a part of the sermon next week and she will love to have you participate in that. Also, don't forget to invite a mom to church with you. We can't wait to edify and encourage and, and love on our moms next Sunday. So please bring a mom with you. We also have some treats for you. So you don't want to miss next Sunday as well. And last but certainly not least, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms that you know that we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook and YouTube. And I know that we use those uh, social media platforms very often. So make sure you're following Father's House Family Church. And when you see us pop up, go ahead and hit that share button. Only take maybe half a second to do that and it will be greatly appreciated. You don't know the impact that you can make by simply sharing something from Father's House Family Church. Amen. In addition to following Father's House Family Church on all of our platforms, please don't forget to follow Lit Youth on their very, very new Facebook page. Parents, this is an excellent way to stay up to date and connected to Lit Youth and know what's happening because I'm telling you right now, there's a lot happening with Lit Youth and you and your teens don't want to miss it. So make sure you're following the new page also. And when you see new content pop up for Lit Youth, go ahead and share as well. Awesome. And at this time, that concludes the announcements for today. And we're going to call for Pastor Maria to come forth. Bless receiver. Miss Nasha is with us in spirit today. Yeah. I, I'm just so happy for her. She graduated uh, from Oral Roberts University. She got her master's in Christian education administration. And so uh, she walked the stage yesterday. And so we're just so pleased with her and so excited for what God has in store for her. She's already going to get her doctorate. <laughs> Did we just cut off? Are we off now? Okay. Let me, grab, let me grab another mic. I don't know what happened, but it's all good. Well, that one out. Okay. 
<laughs> oh, there's a mic right here. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> Just needed some extra exercise today. All right, so, uh, yeah, she walked the stage. So happy for her. And uh, she has already signed up to get her, uh, you know, to go for her next step, and that's to get her doctorate. And so uh, I just tell you, these young people, <laughs> she's just so on fire for God, her and her husband, Craig. And so we pray for safe travels as they come back from Tulsa uh, today. And uh, they were in my old stopping grounds, stomping grounds uh, yesterday and since, I think, Thursday. So we're excited for them. Glory to God. Uh, today is International Rhema Day. We're going to go ahead and tie this process in to the message this morning. I don't want to just throw uh, some money in a bucket and uh, just kind of, you know, go through the motions. But I want this to be something that we are more intentional about today than we've ever been. Amen? And so we're going to tie it in with the message uh, this morning, and then we'll save our giving for the end, okay? So you can go... And we'll be, we'll be all right, okay? We'll give at the end. Uh, Rama Bible Training College is the Bible school that my parents graduated from, my sister graduated from, my brother-in-law graduated from. I attended one year. My mother-in-law graduated from. <laughs> you get the picture. Rama is part of the family, and we are part of the Rama family. I've talked about it a number of times. We moved there when I was 15. And uh, I grew up there in my youth uh, in Rama, And so uh, I got to see a lot, you know, uh, and I'm grateful for it. Every time I think about it, I get choked up so I don't talk too much about it. Uh, but we learned a lot. Uh, Kenneth Hagen, or you'll hear us call him Brother Hagen. And the reason for that is his son is also called Kenneth Hagen. He's Pastor Hagen. And so it helps us differentiate between the two, father, son. Instead of calling him Father Hagen, we call him Brother Hagen. Others, some, some of us call him Dad Hagen too because he's our father in the faith. He's gone on to heaven. He went to home in 2003. And so uh, we miss him dearly. But you could go on YouTube and watch all his messages still. It's amazing. We sleep with Brother Hagen sometimes at nighttime, him and Keith Moore. And so uh, pastors Ken and Lynette Hagen are who I consider to be my pastors. They are my pastors. And so they're not here present here. They're in Oklahoma. So I tune in as much as I can to all the meetings and things. We have regional meetings uh, with the Rama Ministerial Association. That is who I'm credentialed under, one of the uh, organizations. And so they're a big part of our family. And we are, we say, hashtag, we are Rama, because we are. This church is Rhema. And so I want to read something from the About page on Rhema Bible Training College's website. And uh, I want to, uh, you can put it up there, Ivan. I think I, yeah, it's kind of small, I know. But more than 45 years after our founding, Rhema Bible Training College remains steadfast in carrying out God's purpose of empowering Christians to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. Since 1974, now that's the year after I was born, we have trained over 93,000 for the harvest. The sun never sets 
on Rama graduates ministering around the world, either in the pulpit, on the mission field, or as active believers supporting God's work in local churches. Our alumni have gone forth, and together we have established 270 Bible schools in 54 nations around the world. Glory to God. And we're one of them. <laughs> you realize that. We're one of them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, Eric and I have been married for 10 years. It will be 11 years in October of this year. And Eric went to church as a kid. I say I lived in church as a kid. You know what I mean? We were in church. I saw church more than I saw home, I think. We, you know, my sister and I, on a Sunday, we'd be playing around on the instruments, every instrument in the church. We'd be using the mics to sing while they're doing whatever they're doing at the church. Whatever grown-ups did at church, they did, but we knew what we did. We, we played church. We had church. We were the church. We, you know, if we got to church an hour early, you know, we were late. <laughs> That's just how it was. And we stayed till like 4 o'clock on a Sunday. You remember, Henry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was just, that's just how it was. But my husband wasn't like that. He went to church with his family growing up. And so, you know, he questioned a lot of things. When we first got married, there were a lot of questions. And uh, a lot of the questions I had about why we do what we do in church were answered because I saw a lot of the behind the scenes. But not for Eric. He didn't see the behind the scenes. So he had a lot of questions. And I love him because he's very blunt and honest. And so uh, he helped me because I was what you would call overly spiritual, like overly spiritual. I'll give you an example, and I've shared this before. Uh, you know, I had a routine and a structure on Sunday. My son can attest to this. We got up in the morning. I didn't eat breakfast, but they did. They took their showers the night before. They get dressed, they eat their breakfast, we head on to church, straight to church. And that means that I get done what I need to get done at church, and we're there on time and all of that. And so uh, Kev knows this. Uh, the first time I got married, you know, we got married in 20, uh, this was, I think this was in 2012 this happened, or 2011, maybe 2011. So we're on our first ride to church as a family, and Eric pulls into Dunkin' Donuts on a Sunday morning. On a Sunday morning, he pulls in, and I'm like, you don't realize the internal struggle that was happening to this S girl. Now, in the disc personality profile, I'm an S. That means I'm structured, and I'm routine. And Dunkin' Donuts is not a part of my routine on Sunday morning at that time. So we pull into Dunkin' Donuts, and he's like, so, you know, Mr. All Happy on Sunday morning. So what do you want? And I'm like, Nothing. Like, nothing. So he turns back to the kids, what do you want? And they're like, we'll have a colada and a sand. And I'm like, look, at my kids have betrayed me. <laughs> so I, it was a struggle. And you laugh, but you are like that with some things. You're like that. We all have that with our things and our structure and routine, right? This is, I know it's a dumb thing, a stupid thing. But to me, it was huge that week. That changed everything on my Sunday morning. Well, that wasn't all. A few weeks later, uh, we were going about our business on Sunday, and Eric stopped me and goes, why are you in such a bad mood on Sunday mornings? And I'm like, 
I am not in a bad mood. I am just focused on getting to church. And he's like, you're just in a horrible mood. And I'm like, what do you mean? And I had to stop and think about it. And I was. The joy of what I was doing had diminished. And now it was just a job I was going to. And so I had to make that change. I thank God he was honest with me because someone else might have thought they would have got punched if they came and said that to me because I could be set in my ways. And so I thank God that he used my husband to help me with that. But my point in saying that is sometimes we do things. We talked a little bit about this on Wednesday. We just do things for the sake of doing it. And the effectiveness of what we're doing diminishes when, we're, when our heart is not connected to it. See, because we're faith people, and faith is of the heart. And if our heart's not connected to something, we're not doing it in faith anymore. And the Bible says that the just live by faith. And so anytime I come to church, my heart needs to be connected with it. And so that was the lesson I learned there. And so my point is when we do, you know, things like International Rhema Day, I think sometimes we just do it, but we don't ask any questions. Now, my husband asked another question which is the question that we're going to answer today. This was a tough one. <laughs> and many people might still have this question. So I feel led of the Lord to answer the question in this message today. The question was, why is it that us, this small church that we are, are collecting money to send to a big church like Rhema? And then he ended it with, shouldn't they be sending us money? <laughs> don't we need money more, right? It's a fair question, isn't it? It deserves an answer, doesn't it? But we, you know, who are super spiritual, we don't like to answer those questions. That's because that's how we do it. You know, that's what we do with our kids because I said so. <laughs> but it deserves an answer. And so we're going to answer that this morning. Amen? While we talk about you and I were created to make in impact. We say it every week together, our vision. We are a strong, growing community of faith-filled believers who live aligned to the Word of God, and we make an eternal impact in the lives of others. Amen. We say it every week. Every week we say it. That's our vision. That's our vision is a picture of our future. Now, there may be many who are living fully aligned to the word of God right now, making an eternal impact in the lives of others on a daily basis. We may be living out that. But for a lot of us, that's not our reality yet. It hasn't become a reality, it, but it's something that we're working towards. Amen? It's something that every single person of this church, that's our vision, that we'll live aligned to the word of God and make an eternal impact in the lives of others. That's why it's our vision. God has given that to us. When everything in our our life is aligned to the word of God in working order, we'll be able to impact somebody else. Amen. Glory to God. So turn with me, if you would, to Philippians chapter 4, and we're going to look at verse 15. Philippians chapter 4, verse 15. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified this morning. Philippians chapter 4. It's a familiar passage of scripture. It says, and you Philippines, Philippines, 
Philippians, yourselves well know that in the early days of the gospel ministry, when I left Macedonia, no church assembly entered into partnership with me and opened up a debit or and credit account in giving and receiving except you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent me contributions for my needs, not only once, but a second time. Not that I am not that, I, not that I seek or am eager for your gift, but I do seek and am eager for the fruit which increases to your credit, the harvest of blessings that is accumulating to your account. 18, but I have your full payment and more. I have everything I need and am amply supplied. Now that I have received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent me, they are the fragrant odor of an offering and sacrifice which God welcomes and in which he delights. And my God will liberally supply, fill to the full, your every need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me give you a little background on this verse. Paul is in prison at this time. Not only is he in a prison, he's in the worst prison in the entire Roman Empire at this very moment. It's dark, it's cold, it's a dungeon. It's, it's not a prison that's, uh, you know, the, the higher-end prison. If there's, it's not federal prison, <laughs> club med as they call it. This is one of the worst prisons ever. And because he's a Roman citizen, he is allowed to send and receive letters because he's a Roman citizen. And so uh, also family and friends can send money to him while he's in prison. Now, we can do that today, but it's a little different than what we do today. For inmates today, you can send uh, money to someone who's incarcerated, and they can go to a commissary and buy their things while they're in prison. Not in this prison that Paul was in. Back in that day, money went into the account, but they could not touch it until they were released. It was so they could start a better life, a new life. And so uh, Epaphroditus, a dear friend in the faith for Paul, we hear about him throughout Paul's epistles. He hand-delivered a letter to Paul while he was in prison. And in the letter, Paul learned that people were praying for him. And he learned that they had put money in his account. Now, Paul was not young at this point. He was what we would call elderly at this point. And so he was very blessed to hear that people put money in his account. But the thing that blessed him more, I think, and we can read it from this uh, chapter, was the fact that they were praying for him. And they had great faith that he would be released from prison, and they were preparing for his release by putting money in his account. Amen? And so uh, in Philippians chapter 4, 18, we saw he said, it was like a breath of fresh air, the letter and the offering. Because he knew these people are not just partnering with me, but they're preparing for my release from prison. They have faith in God that I am going to be out of here again. And then he says uh, a verse that we all know, verse 19, we quote it all the time during offering time, during other times in our life. Uh, this verse was in, it's, there's a condition. You know, there are some verses, a lot of verses, like Psalm 91. That are conditional. Well, this is one of those verses. It's conditional. Uh, this verse was in response to the, uh, the church at Philippi, the believers there, offering and generosity. There was a connection there. It says, but my 
my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Glory to God. You know, they had just given a sacrificial offering to Paul, a sacrificial gift. In response to that gift, Paul said, in effect, because of what you have done, now look what God is going to do for you. He is going to supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. The word supply in that verse is a Greek word that means to fulfill or to make full. In other words, if we have any kind of want or need in our lives, God will take that want and fill it. Glory to God. Do you believe that he can do that? We believe that he can do that. There's no shortage in heaven. Glory to God. And then the word riches in this verse, it's another Greek word. It's where we get the word plutocrat, actually, and, uh, which is a person who possesses riches so immense that they are seemingly immeasurable. And this, this word riches in this verse describes immense wealth or riches beyond imagination. God has, he knows no lack, hallelujah, and no insufficiencies. I am so grateful for that. And so we see here that the people at the church uh, in, in Philippi went out of their way to meet the needs of the gospel. And in return, Paul told them that God will go out of his way <laughs> to meet your needs, to make sure that your needs are met. And when he does, he does so lavishly, abundantly, excessively, and richly. That's the father that we have in heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad I'm a part of his family. Glory to God. So this is one answer to the question of, of why we give in general. Why do we give? Period. Another reason which goes along with our being created for impact is that giving to ministries like Rhema up levels the impact that we make externally and eternally. And that's the vision that we have as a body. Um, and I'll explain it to you. We read that since 1974 that Rhema has trained over 93,000 people and sent them into the harvest which means they are making an eternal impact in the lives of people. That's a lot of laborers going into the harvest, amen, in various ways, various ways. So partnering with a ministry that is making this type of impact helps us to go beyond the impact that we ourselves can have individually, and I, I, I want to read this. A partnership not only connects you with the work that is happening, but it connects you with the rewards and the anointing that is on the work that you're partnering with. See, the anointing of God is tangible. It's tangible. When we say anointing, what do we mean? We mean God's ability, his, his ability, all that he is and all that he can do on our ability. His ability on our ability. And so the mandate on Rhema is to train laborers, men and women, who will work with God and walk out what he's telling them to do. Walk in boldness, to go out into the harvest and bring people to him, to populate his kingdom. So the anointing of God is on Rhema to carry out that mandate. When God tells you to do something, he anoints you to do it. 
So when I partner with a ministry like that, that anointing comes on me. It comes on me. It's tangible and it's transferable. So the impact that each of those 93,000 people have had on this planet goes to my account. It goes to your account because you're a part of this body. Hallelujah. Because we're partners with them. And when I cheerfully and willingly give to a work like this, every soul that comes to the Lord, every healing that takes place, every person who is delivered, every life that is changed, I'm a part of it. You're a part of it. It's like we're standing wherever they are right now, healing the sick. Amen. Teaching the word. Hallelujah. Seeing deliverance, changing lives. That same anointing. It, it doesn't make sense to this head right here, to this brain. But your heart says, oh, I get it. Because it's true. That's why I said it up levels the eternal impact I have. It goes beyond me and my four and no more, <laughs> right? It opens the door. And so it goes to up level something we say uh, in the corporate world is to elevate something beyond current capabilities. And that's exactly what happens. Hallelujah. That's why it's so important that we partner with the right organizations and ministries there are so many out there and this again in the past this is something that I just gave to everybody that I love you know I love them I love the work they're doing so I'm just throwing seed out there oh bless the Lord and then I'd start to feel bad when I see a ministry that oh I like this one too <laughs> I want to support them too but you know there was more ministry than there was money <laughs> and so I'm like God what and so I had to get real intentional even about that and not give out of my emotions, but give because God told me to. There are many ministries we could give to, lots and lots of them. But if we'll not be led by emotions and we'll let God lead us to the ministry that he wants us to partner with, that's where the blessing is. That's where the blessing is. And so uh, he has us, like I had to change. I was given to, you know, several ministries, and we had to get real intentional with who we're partnering with. It had to align with the vision of where we are at right now in our lives. This is what God has instructed us to do. So partnering with, like, a ministry like Rhema, say, uh, they're sending out laborers. Well, I think that's important to God, <laughs> Right. And then uh, another ministry, I won't say the name of it, that we partner with goes into remote areas. People who have never heard the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because guess what? We're stuck here until everybody has heard. We're stuck. We ain't going nowhere until every single person has not received but has had the opportunity to hear. And so why not partner with the ministry that's doing that? And so that's, that's what we do. Because that's where we're at right now. I had to switch over from other ministries that are wonderful ministries. And when God says, you know what, send a seed there this month, I'll do that. But not for my monthly partnership. He's told us who to partner with. He'll tell you if you, if you are interested in that, just talk to him about it. He'll tell you who to partner with. And so, you know, you up-level your giving when you give like that. And so uh, 
we want to help accelerate. That's, that's, that's the, the vision that he's given us. We want to help accelerate <laughs> the coming of the Lord. Because that's the time we're in. And so I'm looking for ministries. I'm having God lead me to ministries to give that that's what they're doing. And I want to have so much money that when they say, listen, we found a real remote area. We need a, you know, a Humvee or a Land Rover to get in there. I want to raise my hand and say, here you go. There it is. Go in. Go there. You don't have to take up, you know, use the money that you have from other things to do that. We want to take care of that for you. That's where we want to go to. That's where we want to get to. Because, it, and it's not about us. It's about I want Jesus to return. <laughs> I'm tired of this old world. <laughs> I want him to come back. Hallelujah. No, I, I love the people in the world. I love, I love, I know we have a job to do. He can't come right now. We have a job to do, but he's coming sooner than we think. <laughs> he is coming sooner than we think. And so I want everybody to hear. I want everybody to hear. So. When we go out of our way to help meet the, meet the needs of other, others, God goes out of his way to help meet our needs. And he does so abundantly. And our impact is also increased when we uh, support and partner. I don't even like to call it support. I like it to, to partner, you know, to partner with uh, ministries like Rhema. So, yes, Rhema is a big ministry. They have a big church, Rama Bible Church, um, but they also have big expenses, just like we do. Why? Because they have a big vision. And when a ministry has a big vision, they have big expenses that come along with that vision <laughs> to meet it. And so anytime God gives a ministry a vision, it's always bigger than them. And so then he calls people to come alongside and partner with them. And that's what he's doing today. And that's what he's done with our faith family. He's, he's, he has you here partnering with us to bring his vision for this community and for all communities surrounding us. Amen? That's how God works. So you were created to make a significant impact, a significant impact. And today is just one of the ways we can do that as a faith family. I can tell you personally, my life has changed because of Raymond. Uh, if you like the messages that you receive here, if you like the prayer you receive here, if you like how ministry is done here, it's, it's a testament to what we got from Raymond. You could talk to my parents, they'll tell you the same thing. It, it's what we got there. Uh, they've been a blessing in our lives. The impact they have on us still continues today. Many of you know Pastor Sam and Sherilyn Smucker. They have been a godsend to our lives. And I can't tell you the impact that they have on us just on a daily basis. They're just amazing people, and they love people. And just to watch how they live their lives and pour into pastors and pour into ministers pour into missionaries. It's a blessing. I thank God that we have friends like that. Well, that came out of our relationship with Rhema. Glory to God. And so uh, Rhema has impacted me and my family significantly. And so I'm excited about partnering International Rhema Day. We've been doing this since 2001, I believe, was the first one. And it was called Rhema Day. 
Just Rhema Day. And then the people internationally were like, whoa, wait a minute. There's like Rhema's here all over the world. It needs to be called International Rhema Day. Because <laughs> it was just Rhema Day the first year we did it. So the next year, they got their stuff together, and it was International Rhema Day. It's been that since then. And why did we put a goal? Why did we say $500? You know, for years, we, it would be like $100. Like, again, we're a growing church, so it was like, you know, $100 here or $200. And then for the last several years, for some reason, the offering is always $300. It's like, it's like just, that's usually what it is, our average. And so I think if you don't set a goal, you're never going to reach the goal. First of all, you don't know where you're headed if you don't set a goal. And so did God tell you that number, 500? No, it just felt good to me in my heart to say, okay, I think we can do a little better than what we've done, right? And God knows. He'll speak to the hearts. He'll, he'll do what he needs to do. And so that's where we came up with $500. It wasn't like I saw, you know, 500 written in the clouds and said, okay, that's the sign from the Lord. No, no. It just felt good in my heart. You know what? We can send Rhema $500. And not out of the general account. I think we can do it together as a church family. Amen. Glory to God. So to answer the second part of uh, Eric's question right before we give this morning, so, you know, why don't they send us money? <laughs> so, Rama, just like we do, we send money to different ministries and things, and, and as things come up, we do it as a church. Well, they do the same. There are a lot of people they support. <laughs> as God instructs them and leads them to do it, that's why God's getting people together to support them. If they did not support other people and send money to other ministries and help other churches, God would never put it in our hearts to connect with or partner with them. Amen. So you know what? You go out of your way to help somebody. God goes out of his way to help you. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. So ushers, you can come if you need an envelope this morning. We're going to just take one offering. So our general tithes and offerings. So if you typically give on Sunday morning your tithes, this will be the time to do that. On the envelope, you can either get a second envelope or you can write on the same one. If you want to designate towards Rhema, because the funds that are designated, all of them will go there. And you just put IRD on there. IRD for International Rhema Day. All right? So if you would like to give uh, so towards that online, if you give through PushPay, you can. I'm just going to get my change here. Uh, you can, if you give through PushPay, you can choose the other category and put in IRD, and we'll know the funds will go towards that. Now, I set up my push pay. I did that before I came here. So I made sure, did my tithes and my offerings and my uh, gift that God told me to give towards Rhema. And then now I got my change. I had to, you know, barter with my granddaughter yesterday. And I'm like, I need $15. We had some already in here. But I said, I need, I have $15 in cash. I need $15 in change. You should have seen her. She goes, here's 25 cents. There you go. And I'm like, no, that's not even a dollar. You don't understand how this works. And so I had her counting out on her floor. So she gave me $15 to add to what we have in here. So I thank God for her. Bless the Lord. All right, so the ushers as they come are good. So I want to read a verse of scripture that I don't typically read uh, during offering time, but we're going to read it this morning. Romans chapter 10, verse 14 and 15. I'm going to read it out of the New Living. It says, but how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? 
Verse 15, and how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. And that is what we're doing with our offering today. We are enabling messengers to go out and bring the good news. Amen. That's what we're doing. We are sending. So we may not be able to go to all these countries around the world, but you know what? You don't have to. When you get to heaven, you could say, I traveled. I went to Africa. I went to the bush. I went to Haiti. I went to the Bahamas. I went, how did you do that? I didn't see pictures of that. I set money and I set my prayers. It goes to your account. I got this many people saved. You know, when you see records of how many people got saved in uh, this person's ministry and you know you support them, you're like, look who we just got saved. We got 30 people saved this week. You know, it goes to your account. It's as if you are standing in the room, on the platform, in that open air meeting with them. Glory to God. It's tangible. Bless the Lord. It's tangible. So would you stand with me this morning? Glory to God. And before we give, I want to pray for Rhema, the Rhema family that we're a part of. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for this great opportunity. Thank you for putting in the heart of whoever uh, you gave this God idea to many years ago. And we thank you for the opportunity and the privilege that we have to be able to participate and we stand with Rhema. I thank you for Rhema. I thank you for what they are doing all over the world. And right now we pray for Pastors Ken and Lynette. Oh, I thank you, Father God, for Pastor Craig and Denise. We lift them up to you right now, all of their associates, their youth pastor, every person in, in Broken Arrow right now who are doing the work of the ministry, who are training, all the professors at Rama Bible Training College, all the people that you've called there, Father God, I thank you for them. I thank you that they are well-equipped and strengthened. Father God, we strengthen them right now in the spirit, we lift them up and surround them with faith and love. And I thank you, Father, that the words that have been spoken against them, they have to cease and desist and die right now in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father God. I thank you for the Rhema family all around the world. And it is an honor, Father God, to partner with them. And so they can continue to train up laborers. <laughs> you said to ask the Lord of the harvest to send laborers. So, Father, those individuals who are not sure what to do with their lives, I ask, Father God, that you would speak to them loud and clear and tell them to get their butts over there at Rama right now because you have a work for them to do. <laughs> I thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Everyone that you've called there will go. And as they go, Father God, they'll leave their and they'll go to the places that you've called them to. And I thank you for this last great harvest, Father God. We thank you for the great harvest that's coming. Oh, it's begun. It's begun. It's begun. It's begun because of your son, because of your son. I thank you, Father God, that the time has changed. The time has changed. The time has changed. And his coming is very soon. And so I thank you for the work that's going to be done by the faithful, by the faithful, by the faithful. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, 
we can go ahead and bring our gifts uh, to the front here. Hallelujah. Just come cheerfully. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I know some give on push pay. And so if you've done that with our app, praise the Lord. Thank you for doing that. Hallelujah. IRU. Yes. Oh, no, we don't want to send it to the IRS, right? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Pretty close, right? Yeah. I love it. IRD. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. Glory to God. It's such an awesome opportunity to give to the work of the Lord. Amen. So we prayed. So you're good. You can go ahead and take it. That's a heavy bag full of change there that someone. <laughs> Here you go. Wait, hold on. Here's my change. I'll just drop that in there instead of spilling it. Thank you. Glory to God. So we're sending. Amen. When someone asks you what you, you're good. We prayed. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We prayed ahead of time this time. Glory to God. So when someone asks you what you did in church today, you say, I sent people out into the harvest. Amen. That's what you did. I sent people out into the harvest today. Hallelujah. So uh, before we leave, two things. One, after I say this, then we can say goodbye to our uh, online family after this. Uh, and then I just want to tell you something real quick before you leave those who are in the house this morning. Uh, God has been talking to me every time we have service. Uh, I'm, I'm the type of person when I hear a message, I ask God, okay, now what do I do with it? It's always great to hear a great message. But if I do nothing with it, it's just another great message. Just another great message. And in and, and that word, we're supposed to be working the word. I heard, uh, I heard uh, uh, Jesse say something this morning. He said, uh, if you get up and recognize yourself tomorrow, you haven't grown. It does sound like him, right? You haven't grown. And I got to thinking, we're supposed to be going from glory to glory and faith to faith. That looks different tomorrow than it does today. That's how much we're supposed to be growing. Glory to glory and faith to faith. We always say, ah, praise the Lord. I'm going from glory to glory and faith to faith. But do you look different? Because glory changes people. When the glory of God was on Moses, they saw it. And that's how we're supposed to live. Amen. So I always ask God, what do I do with it? So I told him, I committed to him. If he'll give me the action step for me, I'll share it with the congregation and we'll put it at the end of every message. And so here's this week's action step. You can put it up there, Mr. Ivan. It's to take a few minutes to assess our partnerships and associations. It could be ministries or organizations that we support or even people we associate with. Ask the question, is this partnership or association increasing or decreasing my impact for God? Then have a conversation with God about it and do what he tells you to do. Amen? Glory to God. So that's our action step for this week. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. You can go ahead and to those who are watching online this morning, we love you. Thank you for joining us. We believe that you are healed and whole by the stripes of Jesus. And we hope to see you next week for Mother's Day. Don't miss next week for Mother's Day. It's going to be very different. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I've never done what I'm going to do on Sunday, and it's going to be different. You're going to love it. I, I know you're going to be blessed by it. And when I say you're going to love it, not because of what I'm doing, but it's going to be look beautiful. We've got 